I want to say good morning, but I guess you might not. Do you reckon people listen in the morning? I think people listen all times of the day. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to Honest the Pod with me, Matthew Alley. And me, Ashton McAllister, or good night, because I know people listen before oh, they go to bed. Good night, you could put them to sleep, I guess. <laughs> yeah. uh, welcome uh, to Honest Pod. Welcome to Honest Pod, and... Oh my God, I'm really bad at this intro all the time. I feel like I need to prepare it, write it down. But um, it's nice, we get to do it in the morning, so I feel like I've got a lot of energy today. We're doing it a little bit earlier than we normally would in the day. Yeah, we are doing it early. I think if we could get this time regularly, but I know you like to do little walks on a Sunday sometimes. That'd be grand. Um, but I don't have a hangover, which is great. Uh, <laughs> the only time I'd be able to do it on a Sunday, usually, today's fine because I decided not to go to the gym and I'm not going to the beach for a walk. But if we did it super early, which I know wouldn't be working for you, so... Maybe on a Saturday um, sometimes, actually, but I guess it is. But yeah, I don't have to keep changing it. Um, so how's your week been? Apart from, no one can see, and I do want to post it. Ashley's got these massive white blobs on his face. I posted it on my Instagram earlier. I know. I was like, first you posted really bad food, and now you're posting really bad face. What food did I post that was bad? Roast dinner. You did post something the other day, though, actually. Something about food. Wasn't it? Was it food? I don't know. It depends what it is. I, th- I feel like you posted some food, and I was like, actually, it's not too bad. I, you don't mean the salad, did I, when I pushed the salad? Oh, my God. What was in it? Raisins? No, I love raisins. Sprites. Raspberries and sprites. Raspberries. Oh, my God. Raspberries and chicken salads. It was, it was delicious. Like, did you get this idea from somewhere? Did you get this idea that you needed? I've seen somebody else have a similar salad. One of the CrossFitters I follow on Instagram. I'm not really, I'm not into, like, fruits in food. Do you I'm know what? I didn't, but I have to say it did work. There's a little bit of tarty sweetness to a raspberry, which just worked re- well with the bitterness of the sprouts. Stop it, you master chef. <laughs> <laughs> it was yums. It was really yums, I have to say. I did enjoy it. I was surprised. I just threw it together, you know. I just threw that salad together. It was just a little something. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. My week has been... How's my week been? My week's been spotty. I've got these spots inside of my face. It should be less in the winter, though, because I feel like the, the cold air dries out skin. Um, I was thinking about this. I always seem to get spots around the time whenever people turn on the artificial heat. It's always the change in the temperature or the change in the heat that seems to cause my skin to flare. Are you sweating a lot? No, 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 no. Oh, I don't know, then. I mean, I sweat all the time at the gym, bruv. But, um... I was so close to going this week, but then I didn't in the end. Oh, get there eventually. I don't believe it'll happen, but we'll see. <laughs> um, this week's been pretty quiet. I think I've started putting up Christmas decorations in our house. When you started to, like, does it take like a long time? Like you do it in bits? We'd usually do it all together. But it would take a couple of days. Um, days. Yeah, because we don't like we don't rush it, so we take our time. But because I'm away next weekend, I I'm off Thursday, Friday next week, or this week because of Thanksgiving. So we'll usually, we'll do the tree then. Um, but I just thought I'd get the other bits of the house. It's like a start. So we've got a garland up around the fireplace and we've got a little kind of other little fireplace light thing going on. And we, well, I'll put the lights up around the banister. Just little bits. I might get some for this house, actually. I didn't think about that. It might be nice just to get a few things, like a couple. In my mum's house, like we never really put up much. In fact, it just became a tree and a tiny little tree at that. So that's why I'm so shocked it'll take days. We don't really put decorations. But it's nice to have a little something, something like that in your house, isn't it? Yeah, my mom's like collected stuff over years as well. So like, mm. and then when my, when my when my grandparents passed away, like we've got a few bits and pieces that were theirs that we put up every year, and 
I just know there's lots of stuff that I can't even find yet. But like we've we've big um, we pretty much we'd get to the point where we're we would sort of redecorate or refurnish the house at Christmas. We, we'd take away stuff that would be up all year round to replace it with something that's Christmassy. Say that again. Like we would take like for example take a take a cushion for example. We would we don't do it with cushions because we don't have cushions. But we would <laughs> um, if we had something that was a cushion, we would take it away and replace it with a Christmas cushion. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Like a little picture or something on the wall, maybe it's suddenly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like so, okay. rather rather than photos on the wall, we might put a Christmas thing up. That type of thing. What are you doing next weekend? And the next weekend, uh, it's Thanksgiving next weekend. So, my boss, who's American, is away. Uh, so I'm going to his house to house it and look after the dogs. Um, but it's also a CrossFit competition, so it's I'm away doing that as well. You're in it this time. I'm not in it. It's no, I didn't want to be in it. Although I was to. I was told I should have been in it. I, 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 we were talking about it in the coffee shop last week, and one of the guys was like, why didn't you enter? And I was like, oh, I don't think I'm good enough. He goes, you would be good enough for the scaled. And I'm like, oh, well, it's busy anyway. So. It's only like 12-year-old children, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kids, <laughs> kids are scaled. 36-year-old um, ladies. That's my, that's my competition. <laughs> what about you? What would you get up to this week? I went to see, and I'll talk about it next week because we said we'll talk about that topic. Um, but I went to see this play called The Inheritance, and it's in two parts. I've seen pictures of that. Yeah, it's like a bunch of these. Like, it's about like gay men in America. So you might have seen it because like all the all the gay people are, like posting about it on your your Facebook and Instagram at the moment. Like they're just being how amazing it is, and yeah. it's in two parts. So I went on Thursday and Friday because like um, there's this app that you can get tickets quite cheap. But you have to like get it at a specific time in the morning and then you must go that evening and luckily we've got it for two days in a row so that was good oh wicked yeah uh, I'll talk about it more next week because it's quite um, I think it's beneficial for everyone to see but like you might recognise some things as like a gay man in the um, in the play I went mm. to do that yeah but nothing much really actually went for a drink and stuff pretty quiet the weekend was quiet which is good because next weekend is my birthday weekend so that's going to be um, mental yes I'm going out on Thursday to relive my youth because I don't really go on weekdays, but I thought as I'm getting older, I should pretend that I'm young. Are you booked off work on the month Friday? Absolutely. <laughs> <I can't, laughs> like, I'm not that young that I can go out. <laughs> There's no way. Because the yeah. challenge is going out on a school night no. and getting up to work the next day. Absolutely not. I wasn't able to do that when I was young, to be honest. I never used to do that. I never got on a weekday. Like if I did, it was very rare. Very, very rare. And quite often I would call in sick the next day. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Quite weekends, so that's good. But we can play games later on, which I adore. Yep, I watched the rugby last night and that was awesome. Uh, yeah, no, I missed it. I didn't see. Um, it was such a good game. Like, I'm not just saying it because of the result. And for those who don't know or don't care, I'm going to tell you anyway. Ireland beat New Zealand in the rugby for the first time ever at home. I think Ireland just beating New Zealand is good. I mean, it's, we're talking about... The best two teams in the world, at the international teams in the world at the minute, the best team in the Northern Hemisphere versus the best team in the Southern Hemisphere, it was phenomenal. Um, it was just an awesome game. Ireland really delivered. Annoying me, a lot of people out there saying that Rory Best, who's the captain, he's been around for time, that he should hang his boots up because he didn't add anything. And that was just it annoys me because he put in a stellar performance. Um, it was a good performance by all, by all the... All the Ireland squad, and it makes me miss playing. Uh, massively miss playing. 
Well, you can play in Limavady, no? No, I can't because of the hours I work. Um, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. All right, well, um, why don't we get to the topics? Um, I think you should start today because I feel like I've started the past two. Uh, okay, I don't mind starting. I'm actually making that up. I think you started last week. <laughs> well, I'll start anyway. Um, I'll be super quick because I'm super organized. You say this every week. Like 45 minutes later, I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> I literally started what last happened? week without anything to say. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I don't have much to say, but I just want to say like next week is international. And then I was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to try best. I'm going to time this. Let's see. <laughs> right. I have the clock up there. I keep an eye. It's just like 20 Keep an eye on it and choose to disregard it completely. <laughs> <laughs> keep an eye on it. You joke. Oh, All right. Well, let's start yeah. now. Okay, well, today I want to talk about veganism. So, what happened this week was, it wasn't this week, it was recently. Somebody who lives in my town has posted that, where, oh, here she goes. She posted that she's going to become a vegan. Okay. Which is, which is fine. I have no argument. I have no Okay. <laughs> I have no argument with people who are vegan, whether it be for health, religious, environmental, or eth- ethical reasons. Like whatever you want to do, you do. Okay. But my problem with her is, like, I kind of in my head I was like, why? Why is she doing this? I know she'll not do it. Like, for me, it was attention is why she posted it. And she's like, she says things like, I'm just disgusted at what animals have to go through just for us to have a bit of meat on our plate. It would make you sick. It's not right. I'm like, eh, I can understand that. But when it comes to animal rights, I just want to point out that I know she actively votes for the DUP who deny people human rights, like in, in Northern Ireland. So when it comes to rights, I'm not going to take your moral high ground on this. So back down. Um, and then she goes on to say, there's loads of other things that we could be eating that benefit our bodies a lot better. And again, I would say this is, this is true. Well, I don't know if it's true because I'm a big fan of meat, but I'd say I can understand your stance on it, but I would probably be a bit more sincere if every week you weren't posting pictures of you out smashed off alcohol. And I know that girl partakes in recreational drugs. So it was the hypocrisy of her statement that just made me think, I don't, I don't agree with her approach to it. Because for me, my understanding is, and I'm not saying there's a problem with vegans. Because I was about to say. No, no, no. <laughs> I, think, I think what a lot of people have in their head is the really negative opinion of, of vegans. And I think if you've got any group of people together in the numbers that there are vegans and growing, there's always going to be a percentage of people out there in that group that take it to the extreme. Of course. And, and they're the ones that, when we think of vegans, we now think of them, the militant ones. But you need to kind of understand there are other vegans out there that, that are just, you know, choose to do it for whatever reason they do it. And that's totally fine. Is she but I was thinking of veganism. Who, this girl? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't really hang out with her, but I imagine she's not now. Because I went 
I went to find this post when she posted it a couple of weeks ago because I realized then last week she ordered this big vegan box of all these vegan recipes and stuff. And I was looking for that basically. And she posted it on Facebook last week. And then I went to find it this morning to see what she was saying about it. And it was gone. She took it down. And I thought, oh, I wonder why. And then I took, went back and looked for the one that she posted where she's like, I'm becoming a vegan because of what I've just said. She took it down as well. So I imagine she's gone out, got drunk and had a kebab something. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I was thinking about veganism. Um, what do you think of veganism? Just off the bat, what do you think of it? I mean, I don't have strong opinions about it. I think that we need to cut down on meat, our consumption of meat. I think it's important to have a balanced diet. I believe it's. I believe you can have a well-nourished, fulfilled diet if you are a vegan. So I don't. I think that it is important to control what you eat. And I think animal welfare is incredibly important. I do think if you're vegan that um, it should also apply to more than just food. So um, like, I don't know, leather or, you know, animal wares like fur and things like that. Although many people don't, I, I don't think fur is a big thing these days anyway. But, you know, it's definitely like leather and things like that. I think you have to be more conscious of and not wear I think shoes and the, things like that. The stance from wool would be that it would, it's more the conditions that the sheep would be kept in in the mass numbers to produce the wool that we'd be using for our clothes. Not so much the treatment of, like not the treatment of sheep in that stance, but not, I think because it's a byproduct of just them growing like our hair, it's not well, as bad. Die, is it like, like leather, you need to skin the animal. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So but I think from a vegan's point of view for the wool, it would be that sheep are being kept in large numbers for mass quantity to produce the amount of wool that would be. What, uh, are some people against wool? I think some people are, yeah. I don't know. I didn't even think about it, to be honest. But, um, I mean, that's fine. I think it does make sense. And I think, just off the bat, I will never become a vegan. Not that I know. I can't say never. No, um, never. You just said never. <laughs> okay, I'll take that back. There is a high chance that I would never become a vegan. Um, I just like my meat products too much. Um, also, I can't eat a certain food group. So to take out another food group was just silly for me. <laughs> yeah, it'd make it even more difficult, I guess. Um, could you imagine inviting this person right for dinner? The gluten vegan, the glutinous vegan. But I, um, I just want to get, kind of reiterate on your point. I want to just say also that um, that I do not endorse um, inhumane treatment of farm, farm animals, nor the pollution of the environment with animal waste and pesticides, etc. Um, and I think we need whatever the outcome of this conversation or talk we have is the outcome is to find a sustainable sort of balance um for farmers to adhere to and the discussion should be that the government should be forcing commercial operations to um adopt these treatments rather than exploiting animals yeah does that make sense no i wasn't listening <laughs> it made sense obviously i just said that i think we need to find a balance for the farming of animals and that there needs to be stricter codes in place that commercial farming needs to adhere to in order for the animal welfare to be. Yeah. Cause you're supposed to have like that. You're supposed to have regulatory checks and stuff. And depending on like the accreditation of like the meat, they're supposed to have checks and things like that. But I guess it's actually people doing that, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. But the, so, because they do have them. It's just whether people are actually following through with those practices. Yeah, and it's also it's very loose. Like I know, for example, the term free range 
like eggs from free range chickens. I think the difference is from what I understand is you would think that free range chickens are grown in a field all sunny and nice, which is what I get in my head when I think free range chicken. But the reality is a free range chicken is somebody who's, is it still a chicken that's kept in the shed, but the door is left open that if they want to get out and roam about, they can. But if a chicken is sat beside a tub full of chicken feed, is it going to fully go out and run around the grass or stay in the shed? So it's not, there's certain, there's certain things that like, I think in order to class as free range chickens, you know, you just have to make sure your shed doors open. Mm. But anyway, I was looking at this a bit further and it was only when I started, because I was thinking about, is veganism better for the environment? And I, it's only when I started looking into it, it's actually incredibly con, like complex. It's not a simple answer to this. And I, don't, and I don't have a solution to the world's problems based on my research into veganism. <laughs> but I was saying that, um, I was looking at, so basically when it comes to greenhouse emissions, a lot of people think that the, the factory work that goes into um, farming animals is worse for the environment than, it, than, than um, vegetables. But, but a study showed that lettuce is three times worse for the environment than bacon because of, because of lettuce is less calories you need to eat more of it to get the amount of calories you would from bacon. Right. Um, and so as such, more lettuce goes through the factories than bacon, which means there's higher carbon emissions when you look at it from a calorie point of view. Plus things like vegetables and lettuce and stuff is more likely to perish with food, uh, for food waste, um, which then increases the carbon footprint because meat can last for a longer time and if we're going through vegetable and it wilts and you throw it out you're going to go through a lot more that way so um i'm not saying like all i'm saying is i never i never thought of these effects on anything i'm not making a statement i'm not making a point i'm not fighting against veganism i'm not i just never thought of this you're just saying stop eating lettuce and only eat bacon because i've adopted that already (laughs) i think i'm saving the planet yeah, you are <laughs> one bacon sandwich at a time. Absolutely. Um, other things like, obviously, with um, people drinking or using almond milk or milk substitutes over cow milk, the request for almonds has like gone up um, massively. So in places like California, which produces eighty-two percent of the world's almond, um, the country is experiencing a lot of agricultural drought because the average for each almond, each little almond nut, five liters of water for each almond nut. What do you mean for it? In what way? For it to grow. That's how long it takes. Oh, wow. Much water it takes. It's a lot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when I said California produces 82% of the world's almonds, that's a lot of water being used for the farming of almonds and it was reported that in 2016, 62 million trees died due to drought. Um, but there's still an increase in requests for farmers to produce more and more almond milk or almonds for milk. But drought isn't caused by almonds, is it? 
caused by the lack of water. Yes, but the amount of water from the agricultural point of view going into supply almonds, the increase in almonds is taking away water that's used for farm for forestation. But like part of I don't know, veganism on choosing not to eat meat isn't just the environmental effects, but like the welfare of the animals, right? And how they're treated. So like I know like almond milk is on the rise and stuff, but say with like cow's milk, that milk is actually not made for humans. The enzymes in it and all the proteins aren't made for humans and that's why, you know, it's meant to grow and develop an animal that's three or four times, if not larger, sorry, our size. And also the way that they treat the animals themselves getting the milk is worse than how the almonds are treated? Um, well, I, I mean, I think the, the, the argument for everyone should be well, how can we better serve the planet? I mean, we all have to eat. That's a given. Otherwise, we all die. Um, so we, we should be looking at ways we can better serve the planet, not better serve ourselves. You think choosing almond milk is better serving yourself? Well, no. I, no, like I, said, I'm, like I said at the very, very, very beginning, I don't think I have answers to this. I, I don't know. I don't know what the balance is. Like I, 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 if cows are being treated inhumanely to get their milk and the alternative is every, everyone goes to an almond-based milk, then there's going to be consequences of that as well because mm. like, trees, are, trees are dying. You know what I mean? Um, we need trees for oxygen, in case people don't know. But it doesn't need to just be almond milk. There's lots of different alternatives that are being created to combat that. You know, like there's different types of nut milk. There's oat milk. That's quite big nowadays. Soy milk sort of falling. Well, part the problem with soy as well is because soy is, soy is, um, I don't know if you watched recently the palm oil debate on um, this morning with Piers. Piers Morgan pointed out that yes, palm oil is bad for deforestation and it's killing orangutans homes, but soya, soy, not soya, soy is soybeans is twice as more damaging to the rainforest than palm oil because of the growth in or in veganism and the reliance on soybeans. So as, as I'm not saying, I'm not, it's, it's just, I never thought of this stuff. Okay. I, I just, it's such like, and I went on to read about avocados and, how an avo, and obviously there's a big push on avocados at the minute. Um, I mean, for years, yeah. Uh, avocado produces, Mexico produces 44% of the world's avocados. In 2016, it brought in $1.5 billion and is locally called green gold. But recently, drug traffickers who purchased, who purchased avocado farms as a way to launder their money are now pushing it to the extreme and they demand that the avocado farmers um, pay a large percentage of income uh, and tax the fruit and the land on any people who, any farmers who don't comply with the drug lords get murdered. And it's now being clocked as a term called blood guacamole. Not here, it's in The Guardian, not me just making stuff up. Blood guacamole. Blood guacamole. Okay. I also read that B12 is a vitamin only attainable from animal products. So if you're vegan and you're not taking supplements, then you're at high risk of things like blindness and brain ab abnormalities. And that was also in the Guardian. Uh, no, this is this was. I don't know where that was from. That was was I googled that. I read that. I read that it was thing or it was 
one of the bad things about being a vegan is that you wouldn't be getting enough B12. And I said, well, surely there's a plant source that can offer B12, but apparently there's not. I feel like you're trying to make a point. I know what you're saying. Oh, the interesting thing I've thought about. It sounds like you're trying to send a message that is why veganism is so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it does. I I must say. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not trying to send a message, but before I'll just go on to finish these last two little things. You just keep making your point. (laughs) Um, So things like, I can never pronounce this. Quinoa? 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 Quinoa. Quinoa. Quinoa, quinoa, some people say. Yeah. Quinoa has been priced out of the local market in Peru, where people have relied on this grain for centuries because of the demand for it in Western culture. Um, Locals can't buy it locally anymore. They can't afford it. And it's actually cheaper for them to purchase imported uh, junk food than it is to to buy their own local grain. Economy system. That is true, especially because that's locally sourced as well. So you should really be able to get it, you know, if it's growing next door to you and that we've outpriced because of, yeah. Yeah. Imported, importing and sort of that it's outpriced the locals from their food that they actually have. Mm. It's ridiculous. And then lastly, a little point here is cashew nuts. And I love cashew nuts, but They're the second best nut. Mm. After in your opinion, as in, or so I much. hate the cashews. What? You hate so, them? Yeah, no, I love cashews. Although I did. I mean, I love cashews. So in cashews. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You hate pistachios. I just like them. Ah, oh, why? I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. They're so good. I love, like, because I've had this conversation many times. And this is important for this in no way, shape or form. <laughs> um, but some people are like, oh, you know, it's the hassle of getting out of the shell. Like, I'd prefer it if they didn't have the shell. But for me, part of the whole experience of my pistachio nut is the shell. It's too well, much it's work. Just, I agree. It's too much it's work. Like you sit there cracking and you know. Like I've deserved this delicious, salty, amazing. Oh, is it is it naturally salty as well? Is that right? I mean, I buy ones with salt, and they're not naturally salty. I don't believe. Oh, okay. Because in my head, I always think that. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, there's these these like fucking awkward little salty nut that you have to get out of a shell. Oh, it's delicious. But then it's also like in the bag. Even though I want to work for it, there's a few that are out like free, and they're like they're like winning the lottery. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god, I'm so lucky I don't have to work for it. So, no, it's just, they're just good all round. Anyway. Well, speaking of nuts. <laughs> um, so, cashew nuts. In, in India, 60% of um, ex- or cashew processes, processing comes, f- comes from India. Um, and did you know that the cashew nut is actually in two layers of hard shell? And in between the two layers of hard shell are acids. Like... Okay. Cardal and anacardic acid, which because these are in India and they have very loose, uh, what's the word, <laughs> governments controlling their health and safety. A lot of the people who are paid $2 a day to deshell cashews are coming away with permanent burn damage to their hands because they're not being given gloves to shell all the cashews that I eat. So... Veganism's fault for cashew nuts. Wait, tell me where it goes again. <laughs> I'm not saying it's veganism's fault, but I'm saying the increased reliance on cashew nuts from everyone, including vegans and myself. Um, I wouldn't say reliance, but I guess whenever you take, whenever your aim is to get all 
supplements from a single non-meat or non-animal based produce, there is going to put a heavier strain on plant sourced food. And as such, in cashew nuts, the mass production of the mass um, processing of cashews to get them out of their shell means that in people who are doing it are getting burnt because of the acid coming from the shells of cashew, of cashew nuts. We should find some sort of animal that can open it for us so they can get burned instead of human. <laughs> Makes a lot more sense. Do you know what I mean? Like that, yeah. that would yeah. also like, it would double down on the hate of veganism. Yeah. So like, like I've said many times, I wasn't making a point there. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely wasn't. I can understand what, what, because in my, in my head, I, I don't, I've never sit and roll my eyes at somebody who's a vegan. Like I would never be like, oh, what are you doing? Your choice, eat what you want. I think what it, what, I don't know if maybe I've, I follow the wrong people, but there's a people, a few people on my timeline who post horrific things about how animals are being slaughtered. And I'm like, I, I have, I don't want to see that. Like, I don't think it's fair that you sit and post graphic images of this. Um, I know you do it to make me more aware, but I don't choose to see it. You do, um, you choose to follow them on Instagram. No, that's what I'm saying. I, but yeah, I, that's how I said, maybe it's the people I follow. Um, I don't follow people who are militant vegans. It just so happens that some people I follow are vegans or have recently turned vegan. And as such, they've started adopting this really aggressive social annoyance of slaughtering animals. And I don't agree with that. Um, and I just, in my head, I think people who are vegan, and not all vegans, but there is a certain stance that comes that you're doing the moral high ground thing of I'm better for animals. I mean, when, technically they are, I guess. And technically they are, but technically they're also really bad for the environment. So I just, when it comes to people who are vegan and thinking I'm doing so much good in the world, maybe take a step back. And it only took me a couple of hours to research all this. And maybe you should do some research as well before you start posting pictures of lambs getting slaughtered and chickens getting beheaded and realize that you're not doing anything better than meat eaters for the world. And maybe you should dial it down and just let meat eaters eat their meat and you can go eat your veg. And that's the point I'm making. I'm not saying that I'm against veganism. Do what you want to do. I'm just saying, don't come at me thinking you're God when clearly you're not. I think you're lumping these people into a big old group, my friend. No, I said at the very, very start, it's not all vegans. It's mostly militant vegans. I mean, I think you just need to name these four individuals because <laughs> as opposed to not all vegans, but some should needs to ease up because I don't know, like one of my good friends is a vegan and he's never has enforced his dietary decisions. Yeah. Um, probably more so. Do you, know, do you know who should ease up? Who? Them celiacs. Oh. <laughs> them celiacs be posting all the time about that. You know, I don't want to hear about someone that might put flour <laughs> in your piece of shit. That's your business, okay? <laughs> I don't want to not go and eat in these places because they decide that they might have, you know, not sufficient practices for the celiacs, okay? So them bitches needs to ease up, keep it to themselves, tell their psychologists, tell their moms, you know, write it in their diary because I can't. I don't want to see it. I want to eat my bread and feel happy eating my bread. How dare you? That's what you're saying. No, it's not because there's a big difference. No, no. 
there is a big difference. I don't know. Somebody's life choice to not eat meat versus somebody who is allergic and intolerant to gluten. I don't have, if I could eat cake, I would eat cake, but I can't eat cake. <laughs> but it's not about what you can or can't eat. It's about how you ch- uh, decide to share that message is what you're saying. Well, yeah, but then I don't sit and say that everyone should be, become gluten-free because I am. I wouldn't wish gluten-free on anyone. It sucks. <laughs> well, some people like it. Like a lot of athletes will choose it nowadays. Yeah, but that's their choice. And that's fine. If they want to push that message, they can. But I'm not doing that. No, I know. I know. I'm just saying, like, don't generalize. It's weird that, like, because there's not really a message in it, except for this one girl that, like, posts and then it's, like, well, contradictory. No, it's, there's, and again, I'm not, I, I, to point out, I, I'm not generalizing. <laughs> I've said all the whole time. If you just, oh, let me just add this caveat of some vegans, but not all. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And all I have said is, all I have said is that the increase in veganism has, is also having. It's affecting the world. It's damaging the world. What they should do is eat all meat. No, what I want to come back to is, I think what you said at the very, very start well, actually, I read that the healthiest and best diet that we should be looking at around the world is a Mediterranean diet, where yeah. it is very heavily plant-based, but they also have a bit of animal produce in there as well. It's supposed to be the best diet for you. But then again, like, those things aren't widely available across the world. So maybe then if importing starts, that, that alone causes a lot of issues just for the world, isn't it, obviously? Yeah, but I think in the sense of when it says the, the Mediterranean approach, where it's, it's still heavily plant-based, but you source locally. So here, you wouldn't be going and getting the Mediterranean veg. You'd get okay. veg sourced locally um, and meat sourced locally versus, you know, getting avocados shipped off from Mexico where 20 people have died. Do you eat avocados? I do, and I love avocados. You need to not. I'm going to start posting some half-cut avocados and being out. look at them. They're dying. I know we make a joke of it, but it's serious. And Anyway, I want to go back to the end. I want to finish up because I know I've talked for time. I can give you a I think I'm on 20 minutes now, right? You're on 28 minutes. Oh, my God. Anyway, the point I'm making is, like this girl who's on my social feed, before you start posting, do some research. Because if your goal is to better the environment, maybe it, going vegan isn't the answer. Like I'm saying, if, like I said also, you're, I, I, have to, I don't know how I over-justify myself. It just doesn't make sense. It does make sense. Because you could sit and say, it might not be better. What needs to be happening is better treatment of animals. Like the fight for animal, you know, if somebody's saying I want to be a vegan because I don't like the way it's treating animals, then fight to get animals treated better because becoming vegan also has repercussions. Every action has a reaction. That is the lesson for today. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Oh my days. Let's please. Let's definitely. I hope you have something juicy to talk about. Um, maybe. You might, I th- well, I think we've got a similar stance on it. So I wanted to talk about open and polyamorous relationships. Um, and what it comes down to is like uh, recently, a couple that I know have broken up because they wanted to try, well, one of them want, doesn't necessarily believe in uh, monogamous relationships. And also, you know, I went back on the apps recently because I wanted a little bit of man loving. 
and everyone's in a relationship on these apps. Everybody. It's mad. Relationship. And then like, at the start, I was avoiding them. I was like, I don't want to get caught in someone's shit. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be in no drama. I am no home wrecker and I don't need to share, right? But it's hard to because some of them are really hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've always said like, I just don't think I could do it. Like, I just don't think I could be in a, in an open relationship. I'm too jealous. But, you know, where does jealousy stem from, really, when you think about it? Well, my jealousy would stem from, I don't want that, I don't want somebody else rubbing up against my man. That's, I don't want it. Because it'll make you jealous. And jealousy, I would say, is like, that sort of stems from people's insecurities. I'll be jealous about something or someone. I used to get really upset when um, one of my ex-boyfriends used to think that, like, someone thought I was funnier than me. Um, that used to really piss me off. Well, I, go, go, I want to go back a step. Yeah. Jealousy, do, I, I, I wouldn't say it comes from insecurities completely. I think it can. can. But we're to, if we're talking about an open relationship, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, it's not the, like, the insecurity of being jealous of somebody when you're not in an open relationship is the fact that they might cheat on you. That's the insecurity. And then you think, why would they cheat me? Because I'm not good enough. Yeah, but in an open relationship, it's not. I, I, it's not. It's not jealousy. It's the fact that I don't want to share because they're going to cheat on you. Because well, cheat is the, if you're an open relationship. I guess it's not cheating, but it's not like I'm not. I'm not at risk of losing anything in an open relationship because you've already agreed to the terms. But I just don't want it because I'd be jealous of it. Then why would you be jealous of it? Because I don't want somebody else rubbing up against my man. Because they might like them more than you no because no it's because in my opinion relationships for two people and it's just not my opinion not right for me which is fair i said i think we both have the same belief and that's where i have been and probably still am although i'm not in a relationship but i was just thinking about it a lot um are you not in a relationship are you joking no i just was like oh that's hurtful bitch you know i'm struggling I didn't know you're struggling. Uh, <laughs> every day is a struggle being black and gay in London. Okay. No, oh, don't here you. we go. Here we go. No, I was talking about something that happened to me the other day where um, ages ago I was getting like um, this acupuncture um, like treatment and then this woman, right, she was like this old white woman and she was like, it must be really hard being black and in London and from London. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, it must be really was hard. Was she white? She said she was white. you possibly know? She, was she white, you say, yeah? An old white lady giving me acupuncture. And then I was like, and then she was like, you need to stop being so closed off to everyone. And I was like, that's a separate issue. Yes, I am closed off to everyone, but I'm closed off to you because you have no idea about what <laughs> What type of acupuncturist offers something? It was like this weird... Psychiatrist as well. It was, yeah, it was this particular acupuncture where it was like, it wasn't acupuncture across your whole body. You, she... she checks your energies and then she finds like certain pressure points and things like that and then she'll poke you there and then like also give you therapy kind of things at the same time anyways yeah that wasn't the point the point was i'm just interested because i know that i know that like i would find it difficult to have someone else be in an open relationship and some have my partner be with someone else and be happy for that because i would feel insecure about myself i know that i would worry about my own self-worth if i'm saying for me personally because they will choose and spend more time. I have that with like close friends, to be honest, and stuff sometimes. I am quite insecure when it comes to like um, 
not being invited to certain things and stuff. And, you know, no, uh, I'm, the, I'm the same with you with friendship. For example, yes, I, think you are. I, I am. <laughs> if I, I, my stance on friendship, and I was thinking about this the other day, is say, for example, I introduce you to somebody else who's my friend. I don't want to see you with them. That's hurtful, though, isn't it? When I do not want to see. I don't want to. I'd be like, and you out drink. I was like, no, I don't want to see that. No, you're my friend. Yeah, you are no. really possessive when it comes to friends. It's well known. It's well documented. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's oh, I'm not gonna. Look, I just, I am who I am. You're my uh, friend. Yeah, but, I, it's hard to see. Like, imagine like them two. They're just spending time with each other. Like, it is really, really hard. Oh, it's like a hard. It's, it's like being cheated on. Right, and then it's like that in a relationship, I guess, isn't it? I feel like there's part of an open relationship or a. You know, although they're not the same, open relationships and polyamorous aren't completely the same. I think there's similarities. So, you know, last time we talked about a word, which I can't remember, limerence. I've got a new word. Um, it's called compersion. Compersion. Yeah. And um, it's, compersion is an empathetic state of happiness and joy experienced. When another individual experiences happiness and joy. And by members of the polyamory community in the context of polyamorous relationships, it is used to describe when a person experiences positive feelings when a lover is enjoying another relationship. So if you, to, I think, well, as I was reading up on it, and to me it made sense, to be in an open or polyamorous relationship, you need to not have jealousy and have regular and open communication, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because in, in these instances, there's no set way or rule of being. You have to kind of dictate your own terms of your relationships, right? Mm-hmm. An open relationship, you need to define the terms of your relationship because there is no one way of doing it. The opposite of jealousy would be this word, compersion, where if I'm in a relationship with you, Ashley, and we have an open relationship, and part of that is you're allowed to go on multiple dates with an individual as opposed to, I don't know, hooking up. And then you come back and you say, you know, I've had this really great date. Like, you know, this person's really, really nice. Nope. <laughs> Which even when I say it, it makes my heart like, <laughs> like I know your face changed. But to have genuine like happiness for this person who's experiencing a joyful relationship with someone else while you're there, and you're like, oh, like <laughs> at home, <laughs> fucking doing the knitting and cleaning up after the cat or something. Uh, nope. <laughs> but I think I, I'm, I'm not there. But I don't think it is a. I think it's a positive thing if you're able to have that level of feeling. If you can both be happy, three of you, four of you, if you can genuinely be happy for someone else, for being happy, then that's great. What's difficult is, is if, I guess, if you don't have an open or honest communication or able to come to terms, or say if one person in the relationship felt pressured into this relationship that you don't necessarily buy into, that's when like a lot of these issues might arise where, you know, the relationship may not work. Um, yeah. I think anyone who wants to have anyone who doesn't feel like they can be in a relationship needs to let that know to their other half ASAP. Like it's just not fair. I, I get, and I think you're right. If somebody is, um, I don't know. It de- I, don't, I don't know. I guess it depends on what you want from <clears throat> life because to me, I personally don't see that as, being how did you put it emotionally more stable or what did you say what the word is called no no what you said um you said there's something like you look at people who are emotionally able to 
have that sort of openness. I don't think it's a detractor. I don't think it's a negative necessarily to say that if someone is able to feel discompersion or joy for someone else who I'm in a relationship with, who's in a relationship with someone, enjoying a relationship with someone else, if you can genuinely be happy for someone who's also happy because of what they're experiencing in the situation, I think it sounds like a positive thing. Say if you're in this friendship situation, one of your friends, you introduce, you go out and then your friend meets your other friends, them to go out on a date even, or just, you know, go and play, go and play unstable unicorns without you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, has this happened? No, it hasn't. But I was just thinking that would be, oh my God, I'd be like, my game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> my game. <laughs> the game I... No, you that would be too much. Game if it wasn't for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, actually, feel happy. I'm like, oh, I'm so happy that you two are really enjoying each other's company and playing my game. Which With I me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm nowhere near it. Clearly, <laughs> no, <laughs> I couldn't. I can't. I can't with friendship, and I couldn't with even less so with relationships. But I like the idea that I would actually be happy with. If I were in an open relationship or a polyamorous one, but I think I, you know, I think I would, um, I think I'd prefer to be in, a, if I, if there was like some sort of choice, I think I'd want to have a polyamorous relationship as opposed to just an open one where all three of us would be, or more, but only three, I guess, would be in a relationship with each other. Now I know they're not always in a relationship with each other. Sometimes you get the focal, like, you know, there might be one person who's in a relationship with two people and the two people not just tolerate each other, but coexist. They're called metas, apparently. So they're not in a relationship with each other. They might both be in a relationship with me, but actually are integrated in each other's lives. I, I think, I, I, it's, in theory, it sounds great. I, I don't know. To me, it does. <laughs> well, if it's, in theory, it's great if you're the guy in the middle. <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like if it was three men who, who are gay, there could be a chance that all three of you are in the relationship, you know? Yeah. But there'll be some crazy strict rules. Like, like, can you do stuff just in pairs? You know, do you have to invite each other to everything or always have sex with each other? Or how often? I don't know. Like, it, I'm really bad at open communication as, um, I don't know, maybe I've spoken before or that was one of the reasons why the end of my relationship happened. But having that and being completely open and honest about your conversations would be so tough. Mm. So, so tough. And I watched a video on YouTube where this couple tried to be in an open relationship for a month um, as an experiment. And the conversations they were having, I was like, they're saying it in front of each other, these things. They were talking about their dates. They are talking about how they feel. Um, they were saying what they found really, really difficult, being quite open and honest, incredibly open and honest. And I was just like, that's amazing. I struggled to tell my exes that I thought their choice in film was bad. <laughs> was like, no, you did, and it was... I was like, that was good. That was a good film. I'll see you next time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I know. It's, that's, why, that's why I'm like, it sounds like a great thing because if you're able to communicate effectively and openly and honestly and still be happy, that sounds great to me. And you're able to do that in this complex situation. It's easy to be mm -hmm. a monogamy and you've just got one other person to consider. You know, society dictates, our society dictates that we need to be in a relationship with one other person where that's not always the case, you know, like, because polyamorous relationships have been throughout history, I imagine different tribes and cultures and things like that can thrive 
it's not like it's a new thing. It's a new thing in, in our society and our, you know, and, and it's, it's common in the animal world, isn't it? <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> <don't know. laughs> I watched the new David Attenborough show dynasty or dynasties dynasties. Yeah. And the alpha male had all the girls. Yeah, but I, I don't want to liken it to sort of animal behavior. We might go back to humans and maybe like, I don't know, I think there's a lot of African tribes <laughs> that have these relationships and I'm just calling these people like beasts. Um, just, you, I didn't mean that. You're, you're like, you know, I want everyone to eat all that. Well, I guess that's why you hate animals. <laughs> I love animals. I have, animals I have, welfare is not important at all. No, I, I love animals. I hate humans. I love animals. Um. But I don't know, it's more to consider, isn't it? And I just like this <laughs> level of communication that you can have with your partner. You are horrible. You're a horrible person. Sorry, I didn't mean to insult anyone there. <laughs> um, do you know, in, so do you know this word, com- compersion? No. <laughs> the one that I just told you about? Yeah, I mean, I, remember, I, I didn't know it before you said it. Sorry. Oh, oh yeah, no. In, in Britain, we call it frubble. Frubble. I just like that word. It's a funny word. It's not a common word. I don't think it's like a dictionary word. It's like one of those things that someone had coined to um, describe that feeling. But yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, but I'm not saying that, well, I need to be in a regular relationship first before I'm in an open one. And, and it's probably more about like, if I'm going to go on a date with someone, do I, maybe I should consider some of these people that are in an open relationship. It's just because um, I assume that like, oh, it must be, it's just going to get messy at some point. It's just going to get messy. But potentially it's not. Maybe they're more, more able to deal with situations and are more open and more um, stable with their insecurities and their feelings that actually it might even be less messy. Because dating and seeing people is difficult. Um, and, you know, sometimes you're trying to put on airs and graces for people. But actually, in a situation where hopefully they're really strong at communicating how they feel and they might have been together for years, it might be a good thing to, to try and go into. I mean, I've never tried it, so I can't say anything, but I can't see me trying it. I just find it really interesting because, yeah, like being on Scruff, like everybody, I, like, I'm going to say like at least half, if not more. I say higher percentage than people on Scruff, unless I've just blocked all the single ones unknowingly. But, but you're, also like, oh, you're also like married men that are like, have no profile pictures. So, yeah, they're, they're, that's different. They're yeah. not in actual relationships. <laughs> they're just cheaters. They're just, yeah, repressed. And, uh, um, no, but even when I was in London, the, the amount was just insane. Like everyone's in a relationship. Everyone. And a lot of people I know, are, you know, in open relationships and they seem to thrive. I don't know. But I would say if you're in a relationship, make sure you're obviously considering your other partner's happiness at the same time. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, with open relationships or these relationships, you'll have your own terms that you need to agree on before you do. Yeah. You can't agree on them, then I guess you can't really be in that relationship. But one thing that's really, I think, quite intelligent and quite smart is a lot of the people that may go into these relationships, and just from what I read up, also aware that mistakes will be made so you know in like um a monogamous relationship because our history and society have already dictated what basically what we can and can't do if someone breaks that trust sometimes relationships will end immediately afterwards whereas if you're in an open relationship because you've created these terms you're trying to change what is seen as normal you can you're more adaptable and you're more accepting that these terms and this contract that you've made needs to develop over time and it will change and it needs to be a regular open communication and if someone does break those terms it doesn't mean 
that they're completely untrustworthy or that their relationship should end. Whereas if you're in a monogamous relationship, someone might just cheat and you're like, well, okay, you're dead to me forever. The world is becoming more, like when it comes to relationships, everyone's becoming more fluid. Um, and whether your stance on that is it's for better or for worse, it just seems to be the way that we're going. And that's being you know, people with, that's not just between relationships, but even with, between genders. Like it's the increases there and it's, it just seems to be normal, which is great. And I think as long as you're doing what I always say, do what makes you happy. As long as you're not killing anyone or hurting anybody and not breaking the law, do what makes you happy. That's good. That's a good topic. I never thought about it. Um, but I had noticed that there is a growing number of gay men on scruff and the apps that are in relationships. Tons. Yeah. Anyway, that's that for me, really. Oh, that was good. Would like to know if anybody out there what their thoughts are on veganism and on polyamorous, polyanim, polyanimous. I think it's polyanimal, according to you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) On on your thoughts on whatever we talked about today. Uh, Please. um, Yeah. We have a, uh, is that you done? That's me done. That's me done. Oh, thank God. We have a new Apple review. Thank you very much. This is a guy, this is from Phil Booze. Uh, I'm really enjoying this podcast run by two lovely guys from my rugby club, Steelers. Ashley and Matt have a relaxed, natural style that makes it feel like you could easily be discussing the issues of the day with them down at the pub. I'm looking forward to more. Hell, I'd even join in for the discussion or two. Good work, guys. Nice little five-star review there from Phil. Amazing. Thank you, Phil. Thanks very much, Phil. Um, I think that's a lot of people say about it. It It's just like listening to people talk, which is nice. They say they just feel like they're on our phone calls, like if we're just chatting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're a little bit deeper nowadays, I guess. Our phone calls were not like this before. Well, thank you very much for listening to another episode of Honest Pod. Um, Make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter, Honest Pod, Honest underscore to underscore pod or you can find us on facebook by just searching honest pod as well but thanks very much for listening everyone and have a lovely week have a lovely week see you soon and also thursday is my birthday so wish me a happy birthday on thursday wow the day after the the day after the podcast will be my birthday okay wow i like get anything for you should quick get an amazon uh, wish list out there what's that <laughs> it's like um so now you can make an Amazon wishlist public and then people can buy you things from the wishlist. Oh my God, yeah. I can't wait to see what you get me, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> I've got you the best gift ever. You don't know yet. You haven't got my wishlist. No, but I've already got your gift. Okay. I, know, I know you that well. Amazing. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Yay. You've already got it. And he said he's, I've already got it. Yeah. I haven't received anything. I haven't got me some hot sauce. You've got it. You've got it. You've had it for the last seven years, eight years. Oh God, your friendship! Yay! <laughs> oh great! Well, there was a gap of like two years in between when we weren't friends. So it's really only five. When were we not friends? I think it was just in my mind, not yours. I'm joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I need another sassy black friend to be my podcast podcast host. There are literally no other ones. Anyway, (laughs) um, have a lovely week. (laughs) Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.